Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and how during your lifetime you will produce enough saliva to fill two swimming pools. Really? Yeah. Well, what's my swimming pool? I don't know. Let's see, that's, 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 that's a dumb thing to that's say. That's the kicker. Um, yeah, I have no idea. Probably kiddie pools. I don't know. Or yeah. Olympic I mean, size pools. I saw a horse at the fair tonight that would have beaten that. Yeah, I watched uh, Beethoven. I watched Beethoven today. That dog slobbered that a dog lot. That dog did slobber a lot. I don't, I don't that wait, 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 dog. Let's not pass over the fact. You watched Beethoven today? Why yeah. is it? See, it, see, he says that, and then just glosses right over the top of me because I'm just like, that's something that Michael would do. <laughs> so it's just like... My name is Michael Basinger. With me are Brad Polly, Matt Polly, and with us today is special guest host... Jennifer Williams. Jin Jin. Jennifer Williams grew up. I can't wait. You gotta say hi, Jen. Like, He's, hi. Say hi. So hi, Jen. He texted me today. He's like, I'm so excited about my introduction for Jen. Oh, uh, yes, okay. Because here, here, here. We have no idea. I, I, wrote, I wrote something. You wrote yeah. something yes. Jesus. Jennifer Williams grew up in Pine Bush, New York. Oh, she yes. studied business management at Cincinnati Christian University. Her astrological <laughs> sign is Aries. Jen likes long walks on the beach. Olive Garden and a half a bottle of Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> She's a member of the Clark Griswold fan club. True fact. I don't even know if you know that. Um, Wait, are you really? She has an unhealthy uh, relationship with her dog. And <laughs> she I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess here and say that you're part Italian. What do you mean a wild guess? Are, are you part you Italian? I know that. Well, she likes Olive Garden. Well, obviously. But I'm, I'm, I gotta be 100% honest. I'm a little creeped out that you know as much as you do. Yeah, Jen was also a pastor at yeah. our uh, our little liberal inclusive church that we had for a little bit. Yes. Um, we got the band back together. And the band is back together. Um, Jen has also We're seen it. Kind leave. of literally. Yeah. Jen has also seen, yeah. at least, seen at least one picture of my poop. No, that's totally true. Have all of us. I've seen more than one. It, which is, it turns out way too many. Yes, yeah. reminded me of that's, that. That's my introduction. Horrible, horrible. So. Wow, that made the cut, huh? Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> your shit pick made your, the cut. Your, 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 nice. your claim to fame is seeing my fecal matter. Oh. In fairness, half of the people in Martinsville have seen it. So. Yeah, it's true. It gets passed around. It does. Let's, let's hope he never starts Snapchatting anything. Oh, gosh. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm not on Snapchat. Thank yeah. God. Don't ever, don't ever get on Snapchat. Would yeah, Snapchat like, block that, though? No. I don't no, think Snapchat no. blocks it. Draymond Green just sent a pic of his dong to like the entire world, so I don't okay. think they block anything. Oh. Yeah. yeah, they don't have a cock block on there. <laughs> and there it is. Uh, I almost got mad. Yep. I just about had a spit take. Yeah, I about. almost asked if it was okay to cuss on this. It's uh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. No. You should don't know cuss. That. You should know this. You can't say fuck. <laughs> you can't say wow. No. Well, that's it. Just don't say that. Right. I'm kidding. <laughs> We're marked as explicit. We would like to say that Jennifer's such a good friend that she's never listened to any of the episodes. Yeah, not a single one. Not a one. No, which is great. I mean, she's heard them all just by hanging out with us. But it's really like sitting in a church, one of our church meetings. Yes. Oh my god. Joint subcommittee meetings. (laughs) They were all called joint subcommittee meetings. Every one of them. Yeah. Yeah. If you would have sent in on one of those, dear listeners, you would have uh, seen why the church folded. <laughs> would not have taken long to figure out why. Yep, lot of. Oh, oh, these guys are leading it. Oh, <laughs> oh that's never right. mind. Yep. Really, Jen kept it going for about a year longer than it would have without her. Yeah. So, thanks for that, Jen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a year, my life. <laughs> a, a year will never, oh, get, never get it back. Cheers to that. Cheers, cheers to that. 
Cheers, all of that. Um, so we're gonna do. We're gonna go around the horn and talk about what we're drinking. Uh, this round is again on the Pastards Pub. Yay. If you'd like to be thanks, turds, in the Pastard Pub, Pastards Pub, uh, support us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Pastards Podcast. Yes. And one dollar get one dollar get you in. Yep. And the pub is lit. It is literally the only sanctuary uh, where. From garbage. <laughs> From garbage yeah. social media. It's, so. it's, it's troll-free, we can yes. assure you of that. Um, so, it's yeah. all the best parts of social media without the rest of it. Yep. It's lit. It's good. Yeah, it is. It's good. Jen, you've known a lot of people we've had on this on this show. Yeah. So, you know, like Billy Patterson. Uh-huh. You know uh, Daniel. Daniel from yeah. last week. Uh, you know uh, Ashley and... and um, Alex. Um, Alex, yes. Yeah. The Adams family. The Adams family. Yeah. Da 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 da. Well, most all of that stemmed da, from da, da, da. <laughs> our lovely uh, yeah. church venture. Oh yeah. 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 Those relationships. Oh yeah. There were good things that came out of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah like Billy was at that uh, trip we took to Seymour. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. When Jen and I went the entire wrong direction on the interstate for forty minutes without realizing it. Exactly. Yeah. In the snow. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were happy. Yeah, it was good. It was fine. It was a very good meeting. Um, anyway, so what are you guys drinking? lame so far. I'm not going to lie. What, the podcast? Yeah. Oh, no, this is just what we do. Oh, okay. Uh, What are you guys drinking? (laughs) What are you drinking, Michael? I'm drinking the Curious Traveler, uh, the Lemon Shandy. It's a seasonal drink. Um, but I've never heard of the Traveler Beer Company outside of the Lemon Shandy, so how is this seasonal? They've got, they sign out, they do it all year, I think. Yeah. Uh, the grapefruit's fantastic. Is it tasty? You have the grapefruit. The grapefruit's pretty good too. Yeah, I like yeah. the grapefruit one. The pumpkin's way too much pumpkin though. I uh, seasonally bought one of these for um yep. for the podcast, and then I drank it, and it was like it was I drank it on I think I drank it drank it's it while we were doing a video for the uh, oh the pub, and then yeah. while I was grilling out, and then I realized I had never had this on the actual show. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, What's the best about this label? So oh, I gotta tell God. you, Michael um, reads the label every is, um, and it's not on this one, but the other one that I had, um, it, if you, because it's the Traveler uh, Beer Company, uh, if you had a special code on the back that you could um, download uh, a song from Blues Traveler. Uh, <laughs> why would anyone? Wait, are they still around? Um, Wait, I thought John Popper got arrested for having like an arsenal in his trunk. Can you I give me your like best Blues Traveler impersonation? I'm no, having trouble not, thinking about Blues Traveler. No, no, I just that is a bad sounds like an extraordinarily bad idea. I what was their song? I, I, I literally, literally can't. Can't. I'm blanking. Huh? I'm blanking on their song. Run around. Um, Come on, you can do it. No. I know you could do well, it. Right no. now. Wasn't that one? Was it Hook? Was it? Yeah. Can't anyway, they like two. All right, so here's what I'm drinking. Keep going. I'll do one. I am having the Oktoberfest from Horny Goat Brewing Company. Horny Goat. Horny Goat. That was uh, from Jordan discovered. One yeah, day, they have a chocolate peanut butter porter that has been featured on this podcast before, and it's incredible. Uh, this is incredibly good Oktoberfest beer. I'm very happy that Oktoberfest beers are already finding their way to shelves. They're yes. one of my favorite styles. In August. Yep. It's so, August Fest. It is, uh, but it's it's really really good if you can find. And their beers are really reasonably priced. Hi. Going live. Hey, how's it going? Just, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking the Dirty Bastard. Old Dirty Bastard. No, it's just dirty Isn't that kind of like cannibalism? This is a live. What are you doing? Yeah, it's, it's live. Uh, it's from Founders uh, from in Michigan. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, makes some really good stuff. It's a Scotch style ale. It's very, very, very malty. It is. It's super malty. Yeah. It's really good. But it's like it's like eight and a half percent alcohol too. So not something you just sit back and pound. Mm-mm. Um, at least not for very long. So what um, is something that you would sit back and pound? There's the face. See, we have the face recorded. There's the Michael. We have the Michael face. That's it. Oh man. Is there an answer for that? No, but like, well, anything it's not eight and a half percent. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I had a four. I had a, a songbird say song from Tallgrass. Full disclosure: I do enjoy a course periodically. Uh, not light, the banquet beer, yeah. the real course, the real course. I know the banquet beer. I had a, mm-hmm. I had a thirteen dollar uh, like can of course light at a banquet. concert a couple <laughs> weeks ago. That sounds like a real life choice. $13. Oh, man. Oh, no, wait, sorry. That was 12 The Corona was 13 because that's a, apparently a ritzier uh, beer. Oh, than man. Life. Corona is But, no, I will say, out of a can, much better than out of a bottle. Oh. Yeah. No, it wasn't no. great by any stretch, but. That's what mom drinks. Yeah. Well, there you go. She loves it. There you go. Jen's mom approves. What are you drinking there, Jen Jen? I am drinking some San Pellegrino and gin yeah. cocktail. That it's our, uh, it's a pastor's cocktail. Official pastor's, official pastor's cocktail. I am still convinced you were cheap on the gin. I put like two and a half ounces of gin Just put some, but here, put that. some more because it's going to get really good when she gets drunk. That's a good point. So. I am not like even buzzing. You well, you will. Yet. you right. got to give it a minute. Yeah. Nope. Let's see what else we can throw in there. I think you know as well as anybody. She gets a little toasted after like I half am. of Mike's heart. Half of Mike's heart. Only person I've ever seen get drunk. Not tipsy, drunk off of a half of a Mike's heart. Oh, you took my keys away. I did. Yeah. I took your keys. You went to the bathroom and he threw his keys. He threw the keys to me and I hit him. Yeah. 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 I'm basically an alcohol litmus test. Yes. That's and a really I'm, good way to put I'm it. Not, There's no alcohol. Okay, yeah. give her some more alcohol. Nothing. Okay, I'll get some more. All right. Nothing. All right. Um, so we're going to go into uh, the... Oh, oh, breaking news real quick. Um, so breaking. next week's episode will be on Facebook Live. Yes. Um, around seven fifteen p.m. Eastern time. So get out your your I don't know world clocks and <laughs> check that out. Get your time pieces and set your set your your time watches to uh, Eastern time. Seven fifteen p.m. Uh, Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast. It'll be our twenty fifth episode. Um, we're gonna switch it up and do probably do a normal type podcast, but the FUFI will be more uh, about book recommendations and just our influences, um, that kind of stuff. You know um, how uh, different. I don't know this different things influenced us. Yeah, like music could be in there. It could be s- specific episodes of uh, Step by Step um, or Family Matters. Uh, <laughs> I, knew how some, they, I knew something was coming. Like. You just, you can Michael's gonna come with his list of I was just thinking step by step. Five Iron Frenzies, Frenzy songs. <laughs> yes. Dandelions from Five Iron Frenzies was super influential to me in my youth. Good God! I'm the funny thing is, is I'm not really caring. He's getting ready to breach again. <laughs> Here really it comes, kidding. Michael's whale. <laughs> Um, anyway, I swear so still not drunk enough for this. Yeah. <laughs> again, Facebook Live, uh, seven fifteen next. Uh, Wednesday is when we record yep. this show. Yeah, on Wednesdays. Yep. So I don't even know what date that is. Somebody look that up. It'd be seven days from today, which is the third. So it'd be the tenth. So the tenth. Yeah. yeah, we'll put it on Facebook and let you know yep. in advance. But uh, Facebook.com/slash Pastards Podcast. Yep. I can't speak. Yep. yep. Um, into the newsfeed. Who's okay. going? Brad wants yeah, to go. Brad's dying. To go Brad can, can barely take his, so, yeah. take his pants off. For <laughs> here's this. the here's the headline. Guy leaves a note to his drunk future self. Finds an unexpected answer the next day. <laughs> so Wait, this guy, this guy in Australia, 
right, is uh, this real? Yeah, it is real. Steve Davidson, he's 30 years old. <clears throat> You gotta do from, it with an Australian accent. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Uh, from Kalgoorlie, uh, Western Australia. So he oh, knew yeah, he went out. Yeah. He went out one night knowing he was gonna get completely shit housed. Yeah. So when so he decided to leave himself a note. Uh, so for when so when he got home drunk, he would read the note and then follow the instructions. So this is what it says: To drunk Steve, please drink this <laughs> bottle of water before bed. Then you can have the chicken wings in the fridge. Hangover Steve will thank you from Sober Steve. So he leaves that note. So he wakes up in the morning and he sees in much worse writing these words. Fuck you, Sober Steve. I do what I want. P.S. Tell Hangover Steve he's a little (laughs) bitch. (laughs) And it's like, look at the writing. Like it's like scrawled like a four-year-old did it. (laughs) So good. That's awesome. So, yeah, he left himself a note and answered it when he was drunk. That's wow. for drunk. <laughs> That's really drunk. I wonder I wonder if he ate the chicken wings. I don't know. He might, <laughs> I'm guessing he probably did and probably vomited them up everywhere. Oh, man. So, yeah, good times. Very good. Do you want to go next? Sure. Continuing along the lines of things that are excessive, uh, professional joint roller earns up to $7,000 for his creations. <laughs> I did see this. Did you see this? Yes. Okay. So, uh, it's a man who rolls joints for a living. Uh, Tony Greenhand. That, that cannot, cannot be his real, be his real name. <laughs> I, no I just, I just occurred to me that cannot be his real name. Uh, he's 26 of Albany, Oregon. I've uh, seen worse. Tell Nathan Miller West, look him up. Uh, Says <laughs> he's considered one, he's considered one of the best joint rollers in the world. His biggest <laughs> order yet was for seven thousand dollars to make a set of small joints that look like weapons, including a fully smokable AK-47 spliff he made from rolling papers and a half pound of weed. Good lord, that thing, man. <laughs> It's huge. It gets better. Hold on. So, uh, I basically jump out of bed and start rolling joints, he said. Wow. Uh, uh, let see. So, his first joint he rolled as a teen uh, while growing up in rural Washington State was hideously deformed thanks to too much saliva. So, I, I was essentially at my core humiliated. I bounce back, though. Uh, I wonder if he, um, he, has he uses inst- his own saliva for the. He has an Instagram. I also wonder if he has a... Of course he does. Question, does he have a kiddie pool full of saliva? Did you know you get two pools full? Okay. I put too much gin in there. Two pools. Here we go. uh, So so he shares some of his best work on Instagram, including an awesome Pikachu joint. Michael, you like (laughs) chasing Pikachus. That one's actually moderately sized. Is it actually lit on the ear? No, you can lie. No, I think it's worth lighting. There's Spider-Man. Good. That's nuts. Yeah. It's, now, re- it's really fairly. It's here's like my art. question. He's making one a head of uh, Tommy Chong, which <laughs> seems appropriate. That seems like so it about right. Can you just pause on one of those? Let's uh, let's say Pikachu, okay. for example. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, where do where do you where do you light that sucker? I would say right there at the end on the ear, or is that where you inhale, or that may be where you inhale actually. So where do you? Uh, where I don't do know. You I don't know. Are these actually smokable? Yeah, they're smokable. Every one of them. Mm. Yeah. Makes them out of weed You're and smoke. You're just jealous that you don't have this job. Um, it would take a that's lot. That's at least 25% true. He's making a lot more money than we are. He just made seven grand to make an AK 47 out of yeah, a half see, pound of weed. No, but, well, that's a lot of. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody sorry. take the booze away from Jennifer. All right, you can cut that's, that's, a, that's a half pound of weed. You that's told a me lot not to do that. Of freaking they weed. told me specifically not to do that. I'm sorry. Not to do like four times. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is going well. Um, 
I'm done. That's all I've got. So, Mikey, what you got, buddy? <laughs> I just had one more comment about the the AK-47 uh, uh, joint. Good. It would take a lot of air to inhale to get it to, I would like, think burn. it would. I would think it yeah. would, yeah. Does he have, like, a system of, like, different pipes? There's a video you can watch. Anything? I didn't watch the video because I don't care that much, but um, I'm, I'm assuming you inhale out of the... The muzzle end. I have no clue. I would guess. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's enormous. You'll you'll enjoy this when you look it up. So, Jin's about to fall asleep. So Jin this... is lit. <laughs> All right. So, um... swallow the cheese. <laughs> swallow the cheese. <laughs> I don't. Nobody gets that joke. No, nobody. No. no. Uh, Jen, Jen once got so uh, shammered that she. Uh, had to remind herself to eat when she was eating cheese that she needed to swallow. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't cheese. need to, like, say things that you have to explain. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. I'll try to That's okay. I call Michael a potato, like, for an entire episode and realize that nobody knew what I was talking about. We thought we said that Michael looked like a potato with a beard. <laughs> and then Matt referenced it throughout the whole episode. <laughs> but it was, like, pre-episode. Yeah. <laughs> nobody, knew, nobody knew it was true. Yes. No. The uh, inside jokes need to be explained. Yes. Um, All right, so my uh, newsfeed piece is something I alluded to last week, um, and the article is called The Eight Most Unsettling Things You'll Find on the Darknet. (laughs) So um, as you can can, uh, guess. I've seen some really unsettling things you've found on the Darknet, so Mm. I'm really intrigued as to what this is. So on the actual Darknet, so, uh, well, besides Jennifer's Can somebody um, explain to me how you actually get to the Darknet? Because, like, Like, you're the only one that's ever accessed the Darknet. I've never seen anything from either of these other two guys from the Darknet. Okay, so. Do you uh, have, like, a subscription? (laughs) There is. There's a secret handshake, too. Um, Back in the the 1970s, the Darknet was... uh, wasn't an ominous term. It simply referred to networks that were isolated from the mainstream uh, ARPANET uh, for security purposes. So it's a separate kind of internet mm. um, that you can that it's connected to the actual internet. So it really um, is like a subscription to the darknet. Pretty it much. Is, mm-hmm. it's like it, well, it's not really like a subscription. It's I mean, there's people on the darknet. You can you can access anyone can access the darknet. In the is this like a Ouija board thing? No, <laughs> no. yeah, it's a Ouija. The board. problem is, is a real thing. You go on the darknet, you start showing up on FBI lists. That's the yes. problem. Yeah, it is you really have to know. Well, you can't just like sit in my house and go on the darknet. Like you really have to know yeah, what you're doing. Yeah, like do the it. the guy, uh, the the Munich shooter, um, mm-hmm. allegedly he he may have got that gun from the darknet that he used to do the shooting. You go on the darknet when you're Jared Fogel. Yeesh. Yeah. yeah. Let's, not go, that's, that's, Let's not go down the right. No, but that's what So you, here, here's what you can find on the dark net. Yeah. The, 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 um, the eight most unsettling things. I don't know about the child pornography. That's not on the list, so Dude. don't expect that. So these are, if you're saying that these are not worse than child pornography. Uh, no, that's I'm not, not on saying, the list of the worst things. I don't, know, I don't know that there's child porn on the dark net. There probably is, but that is not included in this list. Okay. So obviously gotcha. this list isn't uh, gotcha. the most unsettling things. It's not... Something complete. Obviously, no one can search the entire darknet. Did Al Gore invent the darknet? <laughs> That's a very good question. Al Gore probably invented the darknet. That's a very good question. Um, the first thing uh, is drugs. So okay, you can right. you can you know find drugs on the on the darknet. Or I could or know, where to get go to the corner down Matt, by my house. Matt, why did you give me it. water? But even, <laughs> even even better than the drugs is the next item, which is ratings for drug drug dealers. So <laughs> you're kidding. Yeah, it's like an Angie's dealer. list for drug dealers. <laughs> on the dark net, there That's is awesome. a uh, a rating system for uh, for uh, drug what sellers. Are, what are the 
the qualification or what are the are we talking five store like, five stars stars, stars. But what's five it based joints? on like is it like um, accessibility um is it the quality product i'm sure it's yeah, based on several things quality product <laughs> personality customer service um <laughs> did he yeah, come out to my car or did i have to go out to did right. i have to get out of my car did he go cut into off sh- my testicles when i didn't pay him for yeah. two days did he get shanked when i argued with him um and what happens if you give a bad review to a right. say, It's amazing. Everybody's five stars. Yeah. So the next one is weapons, which I, I had mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, so weapons, it's a way to, to you know, find uh, guns. Or because, or because this is America, you can pretty much just get them on the regular internet. Like, yes. I'm legitimately wondering well, but why. In other, con- in other countries, you can't. I mean, yeah, they all have actual gun laws that... Work, Why so. are we having this discussion? <laughs> this is, this is what, we do, what we do, Jen. If you'd have listened Welcome to our freaking episodes, you would know this is what we do. <laughs> Jen's waste. not on board. This is a waste of your time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Uh, the next one is identity documents. So oh, where yeah. I found all the information about Jen tonight was, was on the <laughs> dark net. Yeah, so you can... Uh, um, Especially about the unhealthy relationship with their dog. Yes. <laughs> Well, that just comes from general observation. Yeah, yes. that's very true. Um, so you can get like fake driver's licenses, uh, scannable stuff, holograms. They all say McLovin. <laughs> you <laughs> beat me to it. <laughs> Dang it. Um, all kinds of stuff. And, and it's fairly affordable. Like $200 for a they're fake all, U.S. Hey, that license. seems all right. They're yeah. all Hawaiian driver's licenses. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can also find yourself on the darknet. So literally... All the emails you've ever had, Yikes. Um, your first name, last name, where you grew up, your postal code, um, your Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, you can get Google. Places. I know, but it's consolidated into lists. Yeah, I've got an app. <laughs> oh, wait, it's what? called the Darknet. Darknet <laughs> app. Her app. Uh, the next one is Hitman. You oh, can, geez. You oh, can uh, find Hitman on the uh, the Darknet. So, can you find if there's hits on you? I don't know. Yeah, I think that kind of defeats the purpose. You can <laughs> hand over one million in Bitcoin to uh, to what Bitcoin. Is that? How useless! Is that? It's like a it's like a it's fake money. Digital currency. Like monopoly. Money. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty uh, monopoly yeah. money's worth more. Basically, yeah. Um, and then and then you can also find betrayal on the dark net. You can be betrayed on the dark net. Oh. Like, well, hitman. I mean, that's sort of that, that kind, of, kind of redundant, isn't yes. it? Yes. Uh, and then my, the last one is my favorite: uh, freedom. What? You what? find freedom on the dark net because you can do it everywhere on the dark net. Did you not see that bald eagle fly over my house on the Fourth of July? I had freedom. This is America. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln was riding that shooting an AK-47. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> anyway, this concludes our our, our news feed. Oh gosh, <laughs> I feel like we need to do something else to redeem ourselves. Yeah, from the, I uh, think it's too late. Let's talk about why Matt should stop trolling people on. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, see, <clears throat> I so and Michael. So I knew That's we were going to do gonna this. Talk about. I knew that we were going to talk about um, trolling people on the internet. That's not what we're talking. about. Yeah, it's exactly what we're no, talking. And about. so, <clears throat> just for podcast no, purposes only, I decided to engage in a. Facebook. No, <laughs> that's not why you did it. You lying son of a bitch. And you went way longer than I did. You can't prove that. You went way did longer you than I did. Recently Oh I my recently. gosh, they were both like it just kept popping up on my feed. No, I, I did. Stop. I made like two or three comments and I was dying. No, Matt made five comments. That was over the course he, of about two days though. Yeah. Uh, but it was the same thread. It was five comments. Uh, you tell me you one was just generally to Todd. I'm general. scared to post anything. 
like, you controversial can't, can't at all. Because no, everything's we, controversial. I think like, we all, I think around, after the Orlando shooting, like, all three of us jumped on somebody on Jen's Oh my post. god. And that was the last time I've engaged yeah. in that yes. conversation. I was actually that I'm was scared of that was the conversation sense. that I was sort of like started thinking maybe maybe I should rethink my uh, my approach. Yeah. So basically what we're talking about tonight is letting just letting people be Oh, like where Elsa. They are. No. That's let, let it go. go. No, that's let it go. Yeah. So that's yeah. different. This is more that's John, like John Lennon. Lennon. This is more let John Lennon. Let let it be. Um, you were way off. Yeah, you weren't close. That's true. Enjoy your drink. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of what we're going to talk about tonight. And Facebook has very little to do with that, but it does no, tie No, I don't think it. so. Yeah. I think it's got a lot to do with yeah, it. Yeah, it does. Actually, that's all you see on Facebook anymore. I mean, that's... I, I think people the, are arguing about crap. I think that's definitely a huge opportunity to practice what I think we're going to talk about. Yeah, is on Facebook. Shutting your damn mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, well, and that brings me to my first. That brings me to one thing. I wrote down a few notes before we started. You guys have your own cups. Uh, somebody made those for us. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Fancy. Try to keep up, Jen. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that's one of the things that I sort of want to start with is that in order to like change somebody's mind or to, to help them move forward, which is kind of what we all want. I mean, we all want to do that. That's why we have this podcast. We want to help people. Learn and grow and kind of progress and move you forward. Could have fooled me from the first like half hour. Don't ignore that first part. Yeah, ignore the first half hour. <laughs> Take a rest. Um, that's more just to, to bring them in. Oh. Um, Bait and switch. Unless yeah, basically, unless yeah. you unless you have a relationship with, with somebody. Jin's this this podcast is, is about deconstruction, and, and Jin is deconstructing the podcast. Yes, she is. <laughs> yeah, meta. Um, unless you have a relationship with somebody, you need to just shut up. Um, and again, I understand. I get on Facebook and I do I troll people, mostly because I just I don't even get mad anymore. I just like the reactions. It's fun because I can predict them, um, which probably isn't that healthy, but I still do it. Um, because you're you're never going to move somebody forward unless you actively have some kind of a relationship with them. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's what makes social media arguments so dumb. Yeah. Well, is that there's generally that. no, but there's generally no relationship. Yeah, I mean, you didn't even know the people you were arguing no, but, with. Uh, like, yeah. but Obama is the terrible. Uh, he's a Muslim. What does Obama have to do with price agreement? <laughs> but that's but it, you know, for example, the pub. You know, we talk about the pastors' pub. In a sense, we do have a relationship with those people. They've op- they've actively sought us out and connected with us, and we've all had this interesting online relationship together. And so we have these really nice conversations that are troll-free. We can talk. We can disagree. We can put varying points on there. Nobody gets mad. Nobody's calling anybody an asshole. Um, nobody's telling anybody that they're going to hell or that you're not a Christian because you believe this. We just talk about stuff because there's sort of a relationship there and a mutual understanding of this is why we're here. Yeah. Um, and church would be another example of that, maybe, where no, not everybody's... Not necessarily. Well, but possibly. Ideally, maybe. Yeah, maybe ideally. Because not everybody has a relationship, but you're all there for sort of a common purpose. In good churches, you're there for a common purpose to be taught, to help, maybe help learn to grow, to move yourself forward. Again, that's an ideal situation. Probably not the case in most churches, but... Um, and I think... One of the things we need to talk about, I think, is, is help people understand the idea of, Rob Bell talked about this years ago, about clicks. 
about not clicks like C L I Q U E S like clicks in high school, but like clicks on a dial. Like you clicks on a roller coaster. That's my favorite. Whatever clicks. Pick something. Um and there he is. There's, there it is. So you see, I know we're talking about letting people be where they are, but right now I want him to be anywhere. But he is. I don't know, <laughs> so I don't know that my epiglottis is working like it should. <laughs> Good lord, somebody take the cut out. Oh, Jen's not on board. So uh, you know, we talk about people being in different places, and you can use whatever language you want. But essentially, if you if you see your growth along a, t- a line. Certain people are at maybe click number two, certain people are at click number 93, certain people are at click 54. There's all these clicks on the path, and you're not going to get somebody from where you are at, say, click 75 as you've grown. You're not going to get somebody who's on click three to jump all the way to 75. This is that thing we were talking about all the time. Spiral dynamics. Thank you. Yes. We need to talk about that at some point. Yeah. In in a lot of ways, spiral dynamics is is what you're talking about. Uh, there's, Mm -hmm. there's, There's like five different... I don't remember exactly how many different proverbial clicks there are. They're called memes and spiral dynamics. But memes? I like those picture word things. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. that, they were named that before they were yeah. before memes were memes. I wonder which yeah. came first. Um, spiral dynamics memes. But basically, the the idea of a click is you can't take somebody where they're not willing to go. Like, and I think that we all probably suck at that understanding yeah. that. That we want to convince people that we're right and that this is the way you have to see these things. Forgetting that we were at click two at one point and we took this whole progression of reading and listening to teachings and, and having these different things thrown at us and, and questioning and doubting and having conversations and, and wrestling to get us to where we are now. Yeah. And I think all of us, all four of us have right. gone through that to some extent. We yeah. All of us grew up in relatively evangelical backgrounds and have come to a different, more mm-hmm. progressive place. But yeah. that took 15 freaking years. I mean, like, like 15 years into... They told me not to. 15 years <laughs> into this process, or something like that. Yeah. Right? I've lost track at this point. Yeah. Um, and but, all by different, like, avenues. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's never... And there's... I know Brad and I had this discussion at one point while we were still, quote-unquote, in ministry, mm-hmm. about, you know, trying to figure out, like, how do you progress somebody... From intentionally progress somebody in a church setting from this point to this point over here. Well, I think that's what churches are driving when they talk about discipleship. But the problem is, until somebody wants to grow, yeah, yeah, you can't do anything about it. Like, and this is where, like, and especially by grow, all you mean like change, right? Yes, yes. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's not enter, even like enter into deepening that, into what you're doing. Now. It's entering right. into that wrestling match yeah. with God yeah. and saying, being open to a yes. shift. Yes. Right, yeah. but you have they have to be open to that, and you only know when people are open to that in relationship. Yeah, is the only time you can really define that, and that's why, like, I just really, like I said, that argument I lit into that person on your status a few weeks back on the Orlando thing. Mm-hmm. I think was kind of the last Facebook argument that I engaged in. I remember thinking, like, I realized what this election was doing to me. Yeah, yeah, and I was like. So I have, like, it was starting to make, it was turning me into just as much of a monster as anybody else. I just happened to be on the other, quote, side as as other, you know what I mean? Like, and it was just, it was just eating my lunch. I mean, that's like, I was miserable because I was just like, well, I'm going to, you know, you get this, it's all ego. 
I mean, the whole damn thing is oh, just yeah, ego. Absolutely. It's ego of, you want to win I'm going to win this conversation. I'm going to change this person's mind. And I had this realization after that. Because I was like, I presented some really good, compelling arguments in between calling her a psycho. Basically, <laughs> it wasn't in those words. But basically, like... I called somebody not a Christian. Yes, yes you, you did. did. So Michael went all dualism. Yeah. But like, and that's... <laughs> not that's really. Not, I mean... But it is dualistic. But that's though. a dualistic statement. I, it was a dualistic statement. But the argument that I had was... It, it, I, I, and I did it the wrong way. But I think it's got to come from a place of middle ground. It can't be, all right, uh, vote for uh, Hillary instead of Trump. Or it can't be do this or that or, or go for an you know, independent candidate. It, it, it's it's got to – I think if we want people to hear what we have to say, we have to speak to them where they're at. And we've just got to come – from a place of middle ground, but until you know a person, you don't know where they're at. For sure, and, that's, and I think, but here's here's the that's thing. trouble like, with Facebook arguments. Yeah. It is, and here's why I finally just stopped because I realized I mean, the reality is at this point is if you're gonna say if you're somebody that's at the, at the point in your life where you look at Trump and go, this is the guy that should be leading our country, there is not a fucking thing no. that Nothing. I can say to you that's going to change your mind. No. Nothing. No. And like and I and it's the same and it's and it's the same thing with Trump supporters arguing with Hillary supporters. I don't think How that's, can you support? You're not going to change their mind. It's I think what you're saying useless. by saying that though, that's a dualistic statement you're saying now. So I, I don't think it's in what way is that a dualistic statement? Because you're saying that all of them, all of those people, will never get. I don't mean that's, that's I, no, 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 no. I'm just saying that's why I'm not arguing anymore. It's not a, that I'm, and that's what I'm. I'm trying to figure out the best way to to formulate this, but I, that's. I guess in one hand that can be a dualistic statement. I'm not meaning it in that fashion that they're all crappy people. What I'm saying is if you've made up your mind that that's the right guy, there's nothing I can say to you. In the same way that if people are convinced that Hillary's the person for the job, there's nothing a Trump supporter can say that's going to change their mind. I nothing. I don't think that's entirely true. I don't, it's I, totally you're talking, true. You're talking, you're talking in absolutes. It's even, not. Even it, it's true. Even Name one instance you've seen where that's not been Me, the case. for even, example. Even I voted... I voted for George W. Bush. That's not. We're not and talking I'm, about I'm that election. Changed. But that's a different election. That's a totally different. Yeah, I'm election. saying between here and November, it's not going to change. I, I don't think you can speak in absolutes and have it be true. I just don't like. I, I don't think you can say that no one can change their mind yeah, on Donald Trump. I'm kind of more with Michael on this. But not but on this Facebook. Is, not on Facebook. This is like pretty typical. Though. And if you're if you're willing to change your mind on Donald Trump, so you weren't sold like on Donald Trump, Trump to begin Mikey. with. Yeah. Anyway, this is this isn't about. <laughs> This isn't about Trump and Hillary. I mean, but it kind of is because that's what's happening right now. Like everybody, like it's it's so divisive and everything is so completely. But if we use divisive language in that conversation, we're not. There's absolutely no way we're going to talk. But this is what I'm talking about: a very specific thing of social media arguments. I'm done making them because nobody's mind is going to be changed on social media. It isn't on something like that at this point. Three months from the election, that's not going to happen. It's and not. The only, the only, the only, ex- the only exception to that would be if you actually have an active relationship. Right, with them. and that's you're not going to convince a stranger. Right, it's no. not. It's not going to happen. And that's hundred percent right. It's not going to happen if you actively have a relationship with somebody. Um, you know, say Michael was on the fence about Trump, and he and I have a relationship. We've been friends for years. We could talk on Facebook. Possibly, I could change Michael's mind. So, just to clarify, you're not saying that no one can change their mind. You're just saying that no one can convince someone else on Facebook. Like a complete right. stranger. Yes. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's, and that's, but that's all you see. Yeah. Like, you can't post, 
anything, friggin anything, anything anymore without well actually guy showing up. Yeah. I'm tired of being well actually guy. Yeah. On somebody's stuff. That's what I like. I'm just over it because it yeah. ruins my shit. Mm-hmm. Like it just it makes me miserable. Yeah. And then it just gets me. It just wastes my time and it wastes like just making arguments after arguments that nobody's going to listen to, yeah. and nobody's going to change their mind. It's pointless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just wanted to make clear that I didn't think that it was impossible for people to change their mind. Right. right. There has to be actual relationship. There does. And I, and I would argue that... And I would argue face-to-face interaction because yeah. social media is so combative because you're, it's there's so no, easier just to be like, well, fuck you. There's, no, like, there's no tone. There's no nuance. Like, you no, know what I'm saying? Like so it's, are you saying that Toby Mac memes don't speak to you and change your mind? <laughs> no, they clearly, no, no, they clearly do not. Uh, my wife Rick married <laughs> me one today about the... Have you Yes. <laughs> He's got one about a pineapple. Uh, what? Man, I, I got, I'll, I'll look it up. I'll get back to you. It'll be a, uh, so I, I would actually even go further. I would argue that until, to get back to sort of our general point of people changing, not necessarily Trump, Hillary, whatever, until there's a disruption in a person's life, I'm not sure they actually seek change. Yep. Right. I think, you know, when Brad and I look back at our Wisconsin trip, which we've talked about before, that was a disruption for us. Like... Not a negative disruption, but it was a disruption because it, it totally ended up having some very negative effects. It has some negative effects, but, but we got you know shit canned. But like, it actually it disrupted everything we thought we knew about yeah everything. Which was interesting though, because there had to be an initial openness for that disruption right. to even occur for oh, you sure. guys. Because oh, yeah. it wasn't necessary. You could have just as easily brushed it off and went home. Yeah, I think I think what that that in that case that disruption was or that that opening was. A deep dissatisfaction with yeah, there had to be something the theology that I was handed, that I was taught. I can look back at my my time in high school, even in youth group, my time in college, even when I was younger and getting baptized and having all these. I won't say specific questions because I don't. I didn't have language at the time, but all these weird thoughts careening around inside my head about everything, from you know baptism to salvation to God to whatever and not having language for that and then going to Wisconsin finding starting to find language for these things that I've been thinking all along Mm -hmm. so I think I was sort of predisposed to that sort of thing and some people are and some people are not Um, and I actually read something interesting uh, tonight actually like an hour before this podcast I'm reading the book uh, Honest to God by John T. Robinson he wrote in the 60s and 70s it's from 1963 and it's very apt for today's uh, for today's situations, um, but he talks a bit in that book about you know trying to force someone somewhere they aren't ready to go, especially when it comes to, to theology and their in their faith, can create this crisis of faith in them that they aren't prepared to deal with, and essentially it's a shock to their system mm-hmm. that basically leaves them adrift. And he quotes the scripture without God in the world, um, and and I think I you know I, I can use our mom as an example. That completely not ready. Completely not ready. There's no and way. We tried for how long? I don't, just to. And she probably will never be ready. She no, never, probably because, not. Because there are people. There are some people. For them, their faith works for them. Yes. Yeah. The certainty works for them. You know, my parents are in their early 60s. They don't have a need for. At least, mom especially doesn't have a need for those discussions. She doesn't want those discussions. She doesn't want our understanding of the Christ consciousness. She doesn't want to talk about other religions. She doesn't want to talk about gay people. She doesn't. Want, she just. She just doesn't. She just wants to let that stuff be what it is, and whatever. And again, our mom is a wonderful person. One of the most giving people I know. Um, 
Hi, Debbie. <laughs> well, she's not listening, I can no, assure you. Um, volunteers her time at other places, all kinds of places to help out. She's yeah. always giving stuff, you know, clothes away and things. I mean, she's living a, a, a good Jesus life. Do we agree theologically? Not one iota about anything. Um, we have completely different understandings of everything. However, it works for her. So Brad and I essentially just, we basically just gave up on trying, yeah. on having those conversations. It's just not going to go anywhere. And to try and throw her into that, especially at her age, would be throw her into this crisis of faith and to shock her system in a way that she's not ready for. It could lead to disastrous consequences for her. There has to be, if anybody's going to change, there has to be sort of a flashpoint. Um, Mm -hmm. And we all had probably different flashpoints of when that happened, but, you know, Richard Rohr said that the two greatest... I have a feeling Matt's was similar to mine. <laughs> Sorry, inside joke. Jen's Please, gay, guys. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Jen's gay. She thinks I'm and she gay. She thinks so. that Matt's gay because he's pretty high on the Kinsey scale. Anyway, and she has a lover. <laughs> oh my god, lover! <laughs> Seriously, you're welcome. Uh, so, but you know, Richard Rohr says that the two great, great teachers are great love and great suffering. Yeah. So, generally, that flashpoint follows one of those two things. Yeah. For me, I was already on the road to change, to a change in thinking, a change in posture, whatever. And then I lost my ministry. And that was like a major sort of, that accelerated the whole process. Um, And that has to happen. And that's why relationship is so important when you're talking about these things, is that I think what we really are talking about is how do we posture ourselves to bring any sort of change to people? Yeah. And the incorrect posture, which we've all been guilty of in this in this room, the incorrect posture is to get on social media and be like, you're a dumbass. Like, <laughs> that's the incorrect posture. Yeah. You, you haven't done that as much as we have, Jim. I know. No. I will say that. Jim's a better person. You've been much better about that than us. No. Yeah, you have. You're much softer about calling people dumbasses. <laughs> um, but uh, Jen's, Jen's less wrecking ball. A little more so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the wrong posture. The correct posture is in relationship, just living a different way in a more peaceful way, in a more compassionate and loving way. I think there's you a way like to, Jesus and stuff. I think there's yeah, a way you could say that to communicate new ideas to people that you don't necessarily know. Um, I, I think there is a way to do it without like a really strong built-in relationship. See, I um, don't know that I agree with that. I know. Well, hear media. me out. That's okay. okay. Hear me Go out. Um, and I'm not. I didn't say social media. I said communication. Um, and and that whether that be on social media, whether it be a TED talk, whether it be any kind of like communication and it's it's getting to a place where you can say something and i would i would venture to say that all of us at one point have gotten to a point where we read something or heard something and thought oh that i've heard that before but i've never seen it through this lens and the, and if you can oh, communicate sure. in a way and that's rob bell's excellent this but i heard shane hips talk about it once um being able to speak to people in one language where one person hears one thing yeah. another person hears the same thing, but, but, but different, and it speaks to them directly. Mm-hmm. And the third person speaks to them. And I'm not talking about speaking in tongues. I'm saying telling a story. We hear it through, we hear it through our own filter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I think if you can communicate and speak into people's lives, it's possible for you to affect change in people's lives. Now, granted, I understand Facebook is not going to be the, the preferred medium. My question is if... Um, 
we're getting as a society less disconnected from actual face-to-face conversations you know us three aren't going to church i don't know if jen is aren't going to church on a regular basis we're disconnecting from those face-to-face interactions and a lot of our relationships are on social media so in a world and and probably in our children's world um where there's less face-to-face interaction how will they communicate with each other because what we're seeing in today's society is a huge side effect of that disconnectedness this is dualistic thinking is a huge side effect of the 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 it, if you believe something you can find just about anything on the internet to, to back it up in oh, anybody, sure. anybody in a group of people that will agree with you so what happens is we have these set standards so how do we communicate to people in a, a, a increasingly more digital age <laughs> I don't, and maybe we, we don't have an answer for well, this. Well, I don't think you ever can substitute digital for flesh and blood, and I don't think you ever will completely. I mean, Have you seen the movie Wally? <laughs> it's also a movie. Yes. Okay. Um, I just I don't think you'll we'll ever see that because I think people are actually. I think you're going to see a turn away from all the digital media to, back towards more, at least a more balanced approach to life, where it's more flesh and blood and. And, you know, including digital, social media and all that, but more flesh and blood because you're never going to substitute that need for human interaction. Yeah. You're never going to. Matt, and do you need a hug? No. I have five I'm sensing that you need a hug. Right? Oh, man, I'm Cam. Cam. So, like, I, I don't think you're ever going to substitute that, that deep because it's a deep human need. I would agree, but I would also say that people are substituting those things mm-hmm. with robots, with... You know, well, that's not actually good. And thing, we're creating. Oh, I know, I know, then. it's not good. I'm not saying it's good, but I'm saying is people are substituting face to face conversations with Snapchat and Instagram. Well, and we're creating a generation that doesn't even know what it's like to have human interaction. Yeah. You know, they and they know what they're awkward. craving. What are they doing there together? They're all on their freaking phones. Yeah. Well, for we have not just one generation. It's like every generation. Yeah. Because again. It's not. We're not anti-media. We're not anti-phone. We're not anti-technology. But mm-hmm. you got to find a balance. Like you got to have flesh and blood interaction. I mean, we need to talk about that at some point too, probably. So do we just in a digital in a digital age and uh, hate to? How do you foster that? How do you foster those relationships? Is it is it through things like this podcast? Is it through? Well, once again, well, I think you. I think you have to create. I think you have to create safe spaces. And I think that's kind of what we've done with the pub, not to plug that once again, but it kind of is one of those spaces. Oh, it's kind of digital too. It is it digital, is but digital. that's what it's saying. Like, but it's it's a it's a I would call it a digital safe space mm-hmm. where people can go. Yeah, I don't know about this, or hey, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. And you're not going to have the guy going, "We're going to hell," or you're you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's just liberal propaganda or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's it's a digital you're there, space. You're there because you want to be there. Yes, like we've talked before about the pub essentially being a church at this point. Like that's what we've created, like an actual decent church where you can ask questions, you can talk about things, you can bring things that you can question, whatever, um, and everybody can give their opinion, and you can take those opinions and do whatever you want with them. But everybody's in a place where they can share where they are, and I think essentially at its best, that's what the church should be. The flesh and blood church, it's not always. Um, there are a few exceptions to that. 
Um, but we, I think that's as far as digital goes, you, you just, like Brad said, you create those safe spaces where, I know our friend Todd Fife, who was on the podcast a couple weeks ago, created, tried to do that on Facebook, create a group of people he knows that he likes, that he loves, he has relationships with, that where we can all discuss stuff. And I think we could do that in person too. Yeah, you can, but I mean, in, in, you absolutely should. I mean, you're never going to replace flesh and blood. We have to have flesh and blood contact. Yeah. I mean, it's not good for man to be alone. I mean, that was the first thing God said was not good. Yeah. I mean, he creates all this stuff. says it's all good, it's good, it's good, it's very good. And then he says it's not good that man is by himself. And right. that's not like man needs woman. It's that humanity needs humanity. Um, and you're never going to replace that need, ever. Um, and I think the people that try to with just social media have a have a, just a gaping wound in their being because it's nothing but screens for them. Um, you, you cannot replace that because there's a, there's something hardwired into us that we need flesh and blood contact. I need to see your face. I need to hear right. your words. I, 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 think, I agree with that. that. I think, but just pertaining to but hug. just pertaining to yeah. Michael's question. I yeah. mean, your question was essentially in an increasingly digital age, and that's not going anywhere. I disagree yeah. that that's ever going to. Be no, it's not. It's I think not. it's just going to keep progressing more and more. Yeah. So, how do you create the safe spaces, or how do you create any sort of community that can bring change? I think you have to curate, which is what we've done. It's a closed yeah. group. Yeah, you I have see. to pay to get into it. Yeah, and we would gladly probably kick somebody out if they started being a dick. Yeah, yeah. Like you yep. know what I'm saying? Like if they were interfering with the growth of other people, and it isn't just. Somebody that would be disagreeable. If they were posturing themselves in a way that was going to be, we would boot them. Because we've had disagreements on the pub. Yeah, and they've been good. Like, yeah, And we've got, fine. people are all over the place in that. Like, mm-hmm. in the pub, we have atheists, agnostics. We have people that are committed to the church. We have pastors. We have people that are just sort of in the middle. They don't know what they are. You have us. They're like, I don't really care about the church. Yeah. You, got, you know what I'm saying? Like, we have every, there's a, the full spectrum and it's a safe space. Like I, that is the only online place that I have personally yeah. where I would yeah. feel comfortable putting anything on. Like, just whatever I wanted, I could put this and know. Even yeah. if there's disagreement, it's going to be okay disagreement. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think in order to foster any sort of change digitally, you have to curate safe spaces. Yeah. And be very sort of discretionary about who's allowed into that. Um, I know that may sound dualistic. That may sound, but you're talking about you're never allowing gonna... people to change. You cannot let stuff in there that's going to. You can't let people in there that are going to stunt that change in other people. Yeah, you yeah. you can change a person. You can't change people. Does that make sense? What you can change a single person. You're never going to change a large group of people. With some stupid Facebook post, but you can change a single person or a small group, a collective of people that oh, you yeah. are in relationship with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's again, that goes back to relationship. In the pub, we have a f- sort of, whatever, you call it a relationship, so. And on the flip side, you can be changed. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah, I mean, we've all been, we've all had yeah. those interactions. I yeah. mean, I don't know. The, uh, the Toby Mac meme that really touched my heart <laughs> most recently, it's called, uh, uh, it goes, be a pineapple, stand tall, wear a crown, and be sweet on the inside. Oh, I just want to punch and that prickly name. on the outside. Man. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> yep. And so, and so you can't be touched by another human. Is that what that's saying? Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So sorry. Thank you, Mike. Well, and I think very, yeah. very inspirational. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank, thanks, Toby Mac. Hashtag, <laughs> like, hashtag speak life, Toby Mac. 
For the, well, I think when you talk for a minute about those, and I heard some stuff today that actually sort of speaks to this. Talk about those those people who are wanting to sort of move because we've had some people in the pub even post things about how you know they were they consider themselves liberal at twenty two, and people are like, "Well, you'll grow out of it." Oh yeah, and it's like, well, you know, maybe, maybe not though. I mean, like, I'm still waiting to grow out of that. Yeah. Um, you know, our friend, our friend Brittany, uh, Todd's wife, posted on her Twitter page. Um, B five. She was with her her mother in law. It scared that nickname. Um, she was the things my mother in law said tonight. <laughs> One, I'm voting for Trump. Two, quote unquote, the Muslims. Three, <laughs> I can't see a woman running a woman running this country. Four, I don't like Hillary. <clears throat> so like, <clears throat> which has, number three has is completely untrue. It's not that you can't see yeah. a woman yeah. running. It's those are those are like Hillary exactly. <laughs> um, and the only reason I read that, and I apologize, Brittany, if you don't mean to read that, um, <laughs> too late. Too yeah, late. too late. Um, <laughs> too late. But the reason I read that is because <laughs> people are in these relationships where there are people who are not ready to hear what they're talking about. Like do they're you guys just do pee breaks. You can go, go ahead. for it. Knock yourself out. Go ahead. Yeah, da, 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 you're fine. Da, da. Do you want us to sing a song while you're in the bathroom? <laughs> Should we sing a song? What's that? I know if there's the like an intermission. Body Python and the Holy Girl music. <laughs> you have to go. You have to go if you're going to go. But the reason, the reason I... Oh my gosh. Thank you, Michael. The reason I, the reason I bring it up... Skittles, cats, skittles, cats. Is I was listening to... Um, this is a, one of the an old Robcast today. It was a, I was listening to it again with uh, Rabbi Rabbi Joel. Oh yeah, that was, was a great one. But he he mentioned six words that were really influential for him. One of them was Mitzrayim, which is the word for Egypt. And he talked about the actual Hebrew word Mitzrayim is translated as narrow or constrictive or bondage. And mm-hmm. and it got to me. It, I was kind of trying to think on the way home today as I was driving about what we're talking about tonight, and that really kind of clicked with me that I think the problem with a lot of people in churches is that they're in Egypt. They're stuck in this narrow way of thinking and there's no room for doubt, there's no room for discussion, there's no room for question. And I would say that in, of the church in general. Like most churches do not allow that. No. There's a very specific thing, you, a line you hold to. You don't go outside that line at all. Um, you know, Pete Holmes uses the, the when he talked, he's talking multiple times on his podcast on other podcasts about a professor who said, um, Virgin birth, sinless life, literal death, literal resurrection, everything else is negotiable. He's like, well, why isn't there other stuff? Right, why is the other stuff not negotiable? So they're like, there's certain, and every church has their list of, you can go on churches, what we believe website, that part of their page, and tell, like, these things aren't negotiable for them. And the problem is that there's no room for doubt, there's no room for discussion. I think there's a lot of us, specifically the four of us, who have left that narrow way. We left Egypt. And when you leave Egypt, there's only one place you're going, and that's out into the freaking wilderness mm-hmm. to search for the divine, to search for something bigger, it's more expansive. And we want, and I think there's something in us that wants more people to go with us. Like we want to take people with us. Yeah. Right. And so, and, you know, we've had questions before people like, like, I've got a mom or a dad, or like, how do I get them to <laughs> where I'm at or whatever? You can't. You can't. That's the point. Yeah. Like, you you can't until they're ready to start walking, or until they're ready to leave Egypt and walk out into the wilderness. Yeah. There's no, it's not going to happen, yeah. and that's what yeah. kind of the point of tonight is let is letting people be where they are. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. kind of what Jesus was talking about with like 
Speak up. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just having a conversation. <laughs> but about how he came to divide. Yeah. You know. He essentially does. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. it's it's mother against daughter. And it's, yeah, father against son. You know, it's all these sister. different yeah. these relationships. You, you go separate ways. Yes, yeah. it's not that he meant dividing in a in a negative way. But no, it's going to happen. It's going it's, to happen. Yeah, because you have to be ready for the message. You have to be ready for growth and change. And until people uh, are not are ready for that, you have to let them be. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's I just have a mental image of like somebody standing there that perspective you know relative your, your mom your uncle your whoever and then like you're literally you got a shovel and you're trying to dig underneath them like that's yeah. their foundation yeah. if you're trying to dig their yeah. foundation right where they're standing they're gonna freak the f out mm-hmm. so you have to speak to them where they're at you've got to get um in in love and it's not mm-hmm. and it can't be that dualistic mindset well you're wrong because yeah. you know it can't be that and it can't be coercive yeah it can be it's got to be just love it's got to be a conversation and it can't be well your way of thinking is wrong and my way of thinking is right right you know, i think it, the best way to if to even begin to foster any sort of change in people is to ask really good questions yes yeah i mean that was what did it for me was really sure. started asking questions of my faith and going i have no freaking answer for that or the answer that i had i was like yeah i'm not sure that works yeah or well, that turns God into a horrible monster if I believe that. You know what I mean? Like, it was it was really good questions. Um, if you're not in a space where you can ask really good questions, you need to leave. If your church, your your whatever, yeah. it, it, you need to find a place where you can ask questions because that's uh, the that's the most important yeah. part of your growth yeah. is being able to ask questions yeah. to grow. Yes. Because if it's all debates about what the Bible says, you've made the Bible into an idol. Yeah. You made the Bible equal to God, and that's an idol. Well, and questions, I mean, you talk about disruptions. Questions are essentially disruptions. Yeah. I mean, when you're asking legitimately hard questions about your faith, what you believe, what you've always believed, those are disruptions in your own life. Now, there's other disruptions. There are great love, great suffering, like Brad talked about with Richard Rohr. But questions are disruptions, too. And so when you ask these good questions, you're asking, you're actually disrupting your own life. Yeah. And you're allowing your life to be disrupted. Mm-hmm. Um well, it usually stems out of great love or great suffering. Yeah, and a lot of times yeah, what was that? I said, which usually stems out of great love or great suffering. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing you'll ask, you'll ask more questions about when you suffer. I mean, I mean that that brings up all kinds. You get, chances are good you get no answers. Yeah, you but get the, no answers. the questions are the important yeah. part. You know, it's when, as we were, before, to kind of backtrack a little bit, you know, we talked about people who kind of where they are and how do you move, you know, say, my parents forward. Well, you probably don't. You know, we, the three of us, especially, I won't lump you in with us three assholes, like, sitting here, because um, I wouldn't do that to you. You're better than we are. So, but, like, there are, you know, we always talk about on this podcast about finding commonality with other religions, uh, the faith systems, with atheists, with whatever, yet I'm not sure how willing, I'll just speak for myself, how willing I am to find commonality with people who refuse to ask questions. Yeah. And that's where quote, our challenge quote, is. Quote, yeah. That's yeah. our challenge, quote, unquote, evangelicals or fundies or whatever you want to call them. Um, you know, Peter Rollins talks about splitting, how we, which is basically just dualism. We split people into these groups. Yeah. And all we're doing is, I mean, we do the same thing to ourselves. We're just putting ourselves on the other side. Yeah. Like, so mm-hmm. I, I think one of the keys to not necessarily moving people forward, but at least finding peace in your own life in this situation when you're around people who, you have family members or whatever 
who won't ask questions who are quote unquote voting for Trump or whatever um, is is finding the common ground like I, you know using again mom as an example because she's not listening she's a very good person <laughs> she does she does time. a lot of a lot of good things to help people in the community she just does that's a commonality I can get behind yeah. I can support that um, I can support that kind of thing that she does and she and I think she and I could talk about those things and we would be on the same page right I think something else you could do I mean it's is just sheer compassion yeah I mean, like when you hear Jesus say things like, forgive them for they know not what they do, things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's just compassion uh-huh. on people. It's extending who just, grace. I mean, somebody yeah. extended grace to you. And, and as far along as I'd like to think I am, someone is still extending grace to me mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And I'll continue to grow and continue to move down that spectrum. I have to be careful not to think that I've arrived. And that I'm bringing oh, others sure. along. Yeah. Oh God, yes. And know? that's where the ego really gets in the way. Yeah. And I, I'm guilty of that. Where it's kind of like, man, I'm. Then you sound like a pompous asshole. You do. It's like I've really got. You're such an idiot for thinking. Generally, when I generally when I start thinking that, like I get slammed in the head with something. Yeah. Like it's you know what I mean. It's like holy crap. Like I, I'm well aware of my assholery. Like I, I'm well aware that I'm <laughs> just unable to stop it. Not like I'm like I'm. It's, Can't it's, stop, won't stop. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> um. Like I've and I've had conversations with both of you guys, and probably you too, where like I especially in the recent last couple months, especially like I realize like I'm not in a place I really want to be right now, like just with myself, just in that regard of like thinking, Oh, I've got all the answers and I'm I've gotta figure it out and you're just an idiot. Like I don't I don't wanna be that guy, but I don't <laughs> I don't know how to stop being that freaking guy. Yeah. So like I'm well aware of the ego that that resides in me and, yeah. and and again, that's not to that's not to puff myself up. I know I'm an asshole, um, but I, I think part of just being you need to be self aware of who, where you are and who you are and what your motivations are for doing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's interesting. I was always in the two churches I worked in. There were always I always found two or three people I could connect with and share some of the deeper things I was learning. And Again, it all goes back to where we started with relationships. It yeah. all started with, with relationships. And I think I helped. I know I helped some of them because we saw myself relationships with them grow, challenge the way they thought. Hey, I'm thinking about this. What are you thinking about this? And I think part of it is just coming at, coming at all these discussions on a, on a level with people, on the same level, and saying, I've been reading this. I've been trying to figure it out. What do you think? Yeah. Framing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, if nothing else, they may disagree, but at least gets them thinking in a different direction. And maybe that's where you start with people is, I've been thinking about this because of this reason. And this is the thing that sort of moved me to this to question this thing. Um, and just sort of speak out of your experience. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't deny somebody's experience. You can say, well, that's, you're full of crap. But you can't literally deny somebody's experience because that's what they've experienced. I mean, yeah. it's their experience. So they can't deny what you've experienced. You can't deny what they've experienced. So if you've had this experience, you've had these questions, you've had these things that have sort of challenged you and moved you, sharing that with somebody on the level, not to challenge them, not to necessarily convince them, but just say, hey, this is kind of where I'm at right now. Um, what do you think? Um, have you had these questions? Have you had these? And you're just opening that door yeah. to people. So opening, essentially opening the door to, to the wilderness yeah. out of Egypt. I, I wrestle with 
So uh, I, I wrestle with the fact of when we have open, honest conversations, um, are we marginalizing the people that, that are on the opposite side that we are on? Are, are we not marginalizing them in, a, in, a, in their marginalized people, but in the way that we're marginalizing their where they're coming from? We're marginalizing their perspective, their life, their foundation. So I think that one thing for me is how do I remain in the middle between this dualistic piece where we, um, well, in order for this to be wrong or me to be right, then this has to be wrong. How do, how do we step outside of that for a minute and find some middle ground and have a, an, well, I a think conversation? The thing in that is that there are certain things that are wrong. Uh, yeah, for sure. But it's amazing how often the ego gets caught up in that, that everything that I believe is right. <laughs> you know, as if During I don't it, believe anything that's wrong or whatever. That's, that's where it gets up because there's times when you do have to call things that are wrong, wrong. Racism. That's wrong. Yeah. Always yeah. wrong. Never right. Always wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? But how like, do you do that to, how do you not interject? Because that's, honestly, that's where I felt like I was coming from in that, that argument. I may have said some things that, <laughs> that were inappropriate, but, but I felt like the core of what I was saying was you can't, you can't say that because it's not true. Right. Um, it's all in the delivery, baby. Yeah. And I, I think that's. But once again, is it a thing where you just have to let them be who they are and what they are? You call it out, call it out for racism. what it is. But understand that I will call this out for what it is, but it, understanding that I'm probably not going to change that person's mind. So you just say it, mic drop, get out. I mean, I don't yeah. see any way to do it and say it, but say it in a way that's maybe with questions or say it in a way that's. I think asking where you don't sound is, like a dick. You know what I'm saying? Questions like, is, I mean, well, that's what Jesus said. Yeah, I, I, I think mean, because I think there's that. times you do have to call people, a spade a spade. Sometimes things are wrong. If you force people to like, self-inquire I just, to like really dig deep into their own selves and give an answer for their right. actions. I just, you know, I just want yeah. people to understand that we're not say talking about just being wishy-washy, like everything's cool, like everything's fine. Because sometimes things are wrong, and you have to call them wrong. Yeah, but understanding that unless that racist person is willing to change, there's probably nothing that I can say that's going to yeah. change their mind. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're convinced that all Muslims are terrorists, then what do I have to say to you? And there's always something like, behind it. I there's, know, but do you just be quiet about it, or do you not, or, or do yeah. you say, uh, that's the, racist? There's that <sighs> No, I think you stand with Muslims. Whatever, the, the, the hurt people hurt people. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. There's always I mean, a story there's behind always everybody's something story. Behind behind everybody's opinion, there's a story that fed that opinion. Exactly, and um, it's finding what's, what's that deeper thing that's causing this person yeah. to react. And again, you're way. not going to figure that out on Facebook, but that's yeah. that's where a lot of that comes from. I think there's a lot of truth in what Brad just said. Mm-hmm. You stand with Muslims, and I think oh, yeah. that's what we should be doing: is not standing mm-hmm. with Hillary or Trump. We should stand with the marginalized. Yeah. Right. And, and, that's and, that's, and that's part of the reason that I politically stand with Hillary at this moment because she's standing with those marginalized groups yes. as opposed to that other dick bag on the other side of the aisle. And there it is. There it is. I no, mean, that's what I'm talking but, about. But, but, still but seriously, yeah. but seriously I mean, he's a horrible human being. I mean, there's, I, that, how, but, but, but that statement won't ever... <laughs> that's fine. How do we stand with the marginalized in that? He's not the marginalized. I, well, he's I'm marginalizing not. people. I'm standing with whoever he's marginalizing. And I'm standing with whatever candidate is standing with the people he's marginalizing, which is literally everybody that's not white. So I I understand Trump's a whole different animal than most normal political discourse. He's not normal. 
in that regard. I mean, he's just so we could have we could have this discussion in four years about it. We could have this discussion in four years when the presidential election rolls back around, and it might be a totally more rational discussion about well, this person stands for this stuff, this person stands for this stuff, and we could have those non-dualistic discussions. Say, well, I kind of stand with this side and this side both, and kind of stand in the middle. With Trump, you have to stand against that because it's freaking evil, flat out. I I understand that, but what we're saying is not not saying it's evil, not interjecting into that moment, but still staying saying what we're saying, like that. I think no, I will call him evil. I I under I know I I know that you all. I get that. (laughs) What what I'm saying is we're speaking out both sides of our mouth with this whole argument, this whole discussion is you know on one hand we're saying oh we shouldn't. Embracing this, and the other hand, we're saying fuck Trump, you know, <laughs> and we're we're feeding into that because he 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 presents a different challenge. You could say that about George W. Bush. You no, could say that, no, 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 no. But, but you did. No, I voted for him twice. I unfortunately, um, much regret in that regard. But yes. uh, I've grown since then. But this it's it, this isn't a this isn't a. There's a, always with, a new evil in town. Not like this. Not like, this, not like this guy. Not in the political arena. I will say that. There's never been anybody like him that's gotten this far. There's been people like him. But in, the, in the American history. But they've never yeah, they've never gotten this far. I mean, you're going back to comparisons of Hitler and Mussolini. like, yeah. And those are legitimate comparisons at this point, like what he's talking about. Those were That was flat evil that needs to be stood against. Bonhoeffer stood against it and died for it. Like, yeah. that kind of shit needs to be stood against. So, again, with Trump, it's a whole different, like... That's a whole different subject altogether. I understand what you're saying. I totally agree with you. I'm on board with you. When it comes to that asshole, like I, he's flat evil. And Brad said we need to call some things evil. He's freaking evil. He's I, evil. I, I just, I, I think we, I, I, I know what you're saying. I would actually agree with I you know. more than what you know, know I agree with you. No, I understand. But I think um, we got to be careful and find some middle ground where we can speak to the people who are being influenced Speaking to that. people is different. That's yeah. a different thing. I'm not talking about speaking to people. I'm talking about speaking against something that's evil and could destroy people's lives. I gotcha. Yeah. I, I understand what you... Maybe the key is to find the, our, our right. own evil and deal with that shit yeah. first. Yeah. 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 You're not trying to it. talk Trump out of being... And that's what, no. I, and that's what I'm yeah. going back to with what I'm talking about of why I'm just done with political shit on social media is because that was my own evil... I was just the other side of the coin, and I was yeah. just being just as snarky and cynical as anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, I, I realized just, just the other day, I was like, it's killing me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's killing me. Yeah. It's making me miserable. It's it Just stop. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, just, I've had to unfollow, like, news organizations. and I mean, I haven't watched an actual news channel in years. Mm-hmm. But, like... You, on be a, social media, and then I just, I just had to stop. I've just, I've got to stop posting. So I'm just done. Like it's, that's my own. I, re, I, what I'm saying is, I've realized in this election cycle my own shit and what it has done yeah. to me and turned me into. Yeah. I have to take care of my house first. Yeah. Take care of my house, and maybe somebody notices and goes, "Why does he seem different or For sure. more at peace?" Or well, and I think, and that, I think that's what I'm saying is you have to just let people be what they are, deal with your own shit. And be posture yourself in such a way Why that maybe Brad somebody, right? That posture yourself in such a way that people will actually maybe want to be where you're at. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, and I, I think know maybe that's, that's too, 
you know, John Lennon pie in the sky imagined no, I, thinking. I don't like, think so, because I think that's where I was going to sort of try to end this thing I was, I was thinking about today is that... Will you sing Let It Be to us? It really it really comes <laughs> down to... Or imagine. It really comes down to... Like angels. Your specific life. Like, how you interact with people, how you talk to people, how you present yourself. Like, I think it really does come down to that. Like, take care of your own shit and... Sometimes you just have to let it be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yes, you do. You just have to let things be what they are. You're not going to probably convince somebody unless you actively have a relationship with them to go back to the very beginning where we started. You don't have to fight every battle. No. And here's the thing. You're not, you're not responsible for other people's lives. You can have an influence. You can have an impact. You're not responsible for them. You're responsible for yourself. And that's not, that's not a selfish ego, self-centered thing. It's, you actually are. You're the only person you can take care of. Really. And, I mean, yep. getting into parenting and all that is a whole different issue. But you're really the only person you can take care of. I mean, I can't convince some guy on Facebook that I don't know that he shouldn't vote for Trump. But because, we do it anyway. But we try to do it anyway. Yeah. I do. We got a podcast talking about it, so... Don't vote for Trump. <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess the lesson here, folks, is don't vote for Trump. That's what well, I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, I... I yeah. Yep, so don't vote for Trump or you're not a Christian. Let's just say that. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. If you vote for Trump, I'm praying for you. Um, well, that seems like a pretty good place to yeah. stop. Is let's this just, like illegal? Let's just land this this plane. Yeah. It's only fair that he was the very first person we fired into the sun. Yeah, he was. That's honestly a reason why we're going to stop firing people into the sun, too. Spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Not this week, though, mofos. No. We got one, we got more. one more to go. One more to go. Yep. yep. We'll hear about this. We don't hear anything about this podcast. We'll hear about that. Yes. I guarantee it. Um, all right. So, thank you. That was a good discussion. Very heated discussion. I like it. It was good. But, yeah. like, guess what? It's like the pub. We're still all friends after this. Yeah. Podcast isn't over yet. I yes. still have to ride around in my car with you yeah. at work to work. <laughs> Brad's Brad. Yeah, Michael is, got a new job. Brad's training me. I am. Michael and Brad and I work for the same company. He's now. like God, Brad's a saint. Brad you like a... trained him, and now mm-hmm. you're training this one. Yeah. What? I am ah. just a joy to be around. I'm their boss. Isn't no, that he is. He, I, I am totally your manager. Yeah, he kind of is right now. No. Yeah. Until I see a business card that says Michael Boss. <laughs> no. Well, that can happen. Let's see. Vista Prince. <laughs> <Yeah. say>. um, <laughs> just a Michael, Brad, Brad Potter. Just as Michael's, Michael's boss. boss. <laughs> That's his actual title yeah. in the company. Michael's Boss. He's literally on Vista Print right now, uh, printing it off. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're going to go into feedback. Uh, no five star. I know, man. What's going on? What the hell? It's like two um, weeks in a row. What's the feedback? Uh, I, it's when we talk about feedback from so the like show. So like people give you Social feedback? Media feedback. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and you talk about we it. We get Twitter. Yeah. We get like iTunes reviews. We have like two weeks. Uh, ago. Daniel last week said if nobody gave a five star review, then it was a gay hate crime. So, <laughs> so way to go, guys. Way to go. You guys are, you guys are horrible. That's yeah. Pulled me on. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. So. So, Jen, would you second the, if they don't do a five-star review this week? It's that's a gay, gay hate crime? Because they're not putting that's five-star reviews. That's a little reviews. harsh. Well, we really want reviews, though. That's kind of what we well, want. All right. It's all right. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Be that way. I see how it is. I mean, it's kind of like a, it's a pretty big jump. The five-star review? Leap. leap. How, long, how long have you known no us? Jen, Jen, what would you review. Jen, what would you rate crime. this? What would you? Uh, it was Daniel. He's a, he's a reference, so it's got to be true. <laughs> 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 what 
What would you rate this podcast that you're in right now? This podcast yeah, this specific that I'm in right episode. now. So what's Because you never watched it before. What's one and what's five? Like One is the wor- is the worst. Five is like... like what would you give for Five the is worst seeing the face too? of Jesus. Five Have is seeing Jesus? the face oh. of Jesus. One is like... Um, it's the Donald Trump podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Poor Trump. Uh, Poor guy. Yeah. I'll give it a four. Oh, okay. Oh, That's sweet. That's I'll give it a four. Four star review. Thanks, Jen. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Now go on iTunes and <laughs> do it for real. <laughs> we'll read it out loud I'll next episode. You won't hear it, but we'll read it. <laughs> um, all right. If you give us a five star review on iTunes, it does help us with our, I don't know, visibility. Stuff, visibility yeah. on. On the uh, how is iTunes? that visibility if people only hear you? Well, it's visibility it's on iTunes. On iTunes, on we're on the new and noteworthy like page still. Seeing yeah. Yeah. Um, on Twitter, John Haley uh, at uh, Gallifrey Man eighty eight said, "I must listen." Great at great great ass. He didn't say that. <laughs> wow, he, said, he is the worst. Hey, wow. must listen. Lord uh, knows they didn't say uh, that. Uh, uh, hey, I have a very fine butt. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Highly debatable, but okay. Uh, John no, Haley at Gallifreyman88. I must listen. Great episode. Uh, hashtag make, make this podcast great again. <laughs> <laughs> that was our that was podcast. Hashtag, that was our hashtag. hashtag. Yeah. Uh, Chris Fresh nice. said, Can you fire The Bachelorette into the sun? <laughs> I wish I said no because I like that show. Yeah. Oh, gosh. The season finale. Do you all understand what we deal with now? Like, I was very upset about the season finale last night. Move on, Michael. Move on, Michael. I was actually stop upset. On. After the stop, home, stop doing what you're doing. After the home dates, I was very Please upset. Please stop doing what you're doing. Should have been Luke. After the Spoiler home alert. dates. Uh, I just I want to die. I just want to uh, die. <laughs> Michael, stop whatever. Alexandria uh, Maurice, Marika. Marika. Oh, you never pronounced it like that. No, I don't know. Marika? M- Morica? Mauricia. Mauricia. That's how you always pronounced it. Mauricia. Mm-hmm. We'll go with that. Okay. I don't know. Okay, who cares? Uh, she cares, but I don't. Sorry. <laughs> wow. She says nah, this is about the. Right this is about the uh, the crocheting. Uh, oh, the crocheting shorts. Yeah, she said, "I have no idea why you have an issue with these. I want my future husband to wear these. <laughs> wear these on our, the wedding day." <laughs> men's crocheted men's shorts. Yes. Exactly what it sounds like. Yep. Uh, August Blondahl said, uh, if someone buys me a pair, I will wear them once for science. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jared uh, Sima said, uh, hashtag make this podcast great again. Uh, It's pronounced Sima, and but you're not the first one to butcher it. No hard feelings. And, oh, it's Jared, not Justin. Get it right. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. No, I, butchered the whole thing. I totally called him uh, um, so, John, so Justin here, Sema. So the ongoing joke is that Michael can't read. He literally, literally can't, can't read. Um, I took over I mean, five star reviews because he can't read. Yeah, I mean, I'm wondering why you're letting him do this. Well, to be honest. He is, well I think he is homeschooled. So. I think that's why we don't have any five star reviews is because people don't want to hear you read them. They're like, oh, if Matt's gonna read them, then oh, okay. Uh, is that it? Is that yeah, what we're gonna lead on that? Yeah. All right, all right. And then uh, Zach. It's definitely more entertaining this way. Yes. Zachary Hopper said, I uh, told my wife about the episode and the band, and, and she cannot get their name right. Keeps calling them Thunderclap Pussyfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Which might be even better. <laughs> Two episodes ago, we had we talked yes, about a band I've called heard about this yeah. Alabama actually. Thunder Pussyfoot. Yeah, yeah, Matt filled me in on that one. Yep. The only thing he's told me about, actually, was... Um, Is it Alabama Thunder Pussy? Yes. Yeah. 
which he couldn't say in front of his child. He actually had to text it to me while we were in the same room. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Um, so it's my close. six-year-old repeats everything. I'm not having to repeat that. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Closing time. Uh, read us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Pastards Podcast, and you can become one dollar the Pastards Pub on we'll Facebook. Accept, we'll accept more than one dollar, but one We'll accept a hundred dollars if you want to give it. We need mics. We need new mics. It's that's what these this money's going to is yeah. is mics. Um and sound equipment. Mm-hmm. Um now it's time where we choose a hashtag. I don't have any. Oh. How about Jen is drunk again? Um I've got uh, mm. hashtag. Did you see that eagle? <laughs> hashtag metagen. Did I miss that? Yeah. Did you see that eagle? Yeah. Did you see that eagle flying over my? We head? had an eagle actually fly over my house. Brad and I were sitting in the driveway over the Fourth of July. An eagle flew over. Oh, my house. but this wasn't like. Yeah, he just. In and, the and Abraham podcast. Lincoln wasn't riding it, but. Yeah, in this podcast, we mentioned. We mentioned hashtag. Oh, yeah. Did you see that eagle? Did you really? Yeah. He was did. I in the bathroom. No, you no, were you here. Were here. I have to revisit that. Yeah. Okay. This actually fits this no. moment right now. Okay. Hashtag Jin is not on board. Yeah. Jin is not on board. Um, <laughs> oh hashtag Metagen. Um, <laughs> hashtag they told me not to. Uh, oh, yeah. That was me yeah. tapping on the table. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. speak life pastards. <laughs> Oh. And hashtag Matt can't stop, won't stop. Do you like type that the whole time? Oh, yeah. Like while we're talking? Yeah. Yes. You like just oh, write kind out of like hashtag? Matt can't stop, won't stop. Matt <laughs> <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> See? Oh my gosh. That's my vote. Yeah. Uh, Have we made Brad a hashtag yet? Yeah, it wasn't Matt oh Brad. Oh my gosh. No, you, you, I think you we next day. wiggled out of it. I Did think I? We wiggled you out of it. We, I felt, we felt bad for you because you were angry. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, either Matt. Can't stop, won't stop, or uh, metagen. <laughs> what does that mean? Don't, just go with Matt. I don't. Want, I don't feel like explaining yeah. drunk gin. Just, go with, just go with Matt. Can't stop. Matt can't. Stop. I'm willing to accept that. If you don't have to explain right. that to her. <laughs> Hashtag. Okay. So if you listen to this podcast all the way through, God bless America. Yeah. Um, hit us up on social media no, and um, and use the hashtag. Hashtag Matt can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> Um, we're on Twitter at Pastors Podcast. Uh, at Polly named Brad. At Polly named Matt. She doesn't have Twitter. I ain't got nothing. Do you have Twitter? You have Facebook. I don't know that I even have Twitter. She has a Twitter. Does she? I follow Do her. Do I on have Twitter. a Twitter? You yeah. follow me? Well, you're not it. saying much because yeah. I don't Jen's on Twitter. I find her. She's somewhere there. <laughs> I wouldn't bother, honestly, because <laughs> no. I don't even need to think. Don't bother. Yeah. But she obviously hasn't used it since Hashtag no. don't bother. Hashtag don't bother. Uh, <laughs> yes. If you find Jen. Really, we'd use that for every episode, couldn't we? Yeah. Pretty Hashtag much. don't bother. Um, <laughs> Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast. Um, also, again, just a reminder, um, like us on Facebook so you can find our next episode. will be live. Live, yeah. 7.15 Eastern. Um, Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast. Is it just audio or audio it'll video? Be, it'll be video. You're yeah, going to be able to video. see... The faces for podcasting. We'll on still video. Re- we'll still record it, but they're they're gonna see it live too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so. So twenty fifth. S- we've been doing this for like six months now. I am so 25 sorry. Months. Yeah, 20, twenty five months. Yeah, or twenty four weeks. Weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's craziness. Yeah, over over uh, half a year. It's less um, about five weeks longer than I thought it would. 
Are y'all gonna get like or haircuts five, five months longer stuff? than I thought? Months. You're gonna groom yourselves? Nope. Nah, I'm Should we? Nah. No, I'm good. Grooming's overrated. I'm gonna. I am gonna do my hair next week. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Thinking about doing a nice updo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Close it out. Um, <laughs> p- p- yeah, push p- the button. Patreon.com/slash Pastors Podcast. Uh, now we're we're gonna fire somebody into the sun, Jen. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, my turn? Brad my already turn. spoiled it, but this may be the so how the, do we do this? Last time we fire somebody into the sun. You don't have to do anything. Just sit there, and be you. Okay. You're, you can yeah. laugh after it I'll happens. I'll take care of it. It's up to you. Yeah. I'm just I'm wondering how this is. Hit the button, Michael. Hit the button, Michael. Jen, we tell Michael. Me to, tell me to hit the button. Michael, hit the button. <laughs> Kim Jong Un. <laughs> he looks like a sausage. I can't believe we waited that long to fire him into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>